0: Right, this is Phil Collins from Death Happen and Man Rays. You're listening to I City Rocks. What's up, Rockers? This is Phil Lewis, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. I love it. Turn it up. Oh!
1: Episode 472 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing you the best rock, hard rock, and blues talk on the net. Episode 472, what's become an annual tradition, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra on Iron City Rocks. We welcome back to the show again this year, Joel Hoekstra, to talk about the show. And we are also joined for the first time, surprisingly, uh, as we look back at the 471 previous episodes, we're joined by Phil Lewis, finally, of the LA Guns to talk about their new album. So we'll get into that conversation with Phil in just a little bit. First, I want to talk to Joel. Joel and uh, company will be coming to Pittsburgh on Wednesday, December 29th, two shows at the PPG Paints Arena, 3 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Tickets available at trans-siberian.com. They're going to be featuring Christmas Eve and other stories. Uh, which was a triple platinum album. So we're going to get into that interview uh, and talk about the 25th anniversary of that landmark album. (laughs) Welcome back to Iron City Rocks. We have on the line Joel Hoekster of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. How are you doing, Joel?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time out today.
1: My pleasure. It's now, you know, we're, we're kind of in the, hopefully, the tail end of the pandemic. And I look at your website and itinerary, and I realize the storm is, is back. You're, you're back at the whirlwind of motion. Before we get into the TSO, how weird was it for you to, to be home? and kind of unpack. I mean you're you're such a road warrior. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, very, very different. I think that uh, 2019, I was on the road 285 days that year mm-hmm. to, to give you an idea of what I uh, was typically doing. So, uh, you know, the landscape totally changed, but I think in terms of the approach, it stayed the same in that it was just about being productive every day and working hard. You know, it's the only thing you can do when you're a musician. You just kind of find ways to keep moving forward. So I definitely found ways to occupy my time and continue to make a living and and better myself on guitar and and um you know obviously a very heartbreaking to not be able to do the tso tour last year but mm-hmm. uh thankfully thankfully we were able to do the live stream for everybody to kind of keep the tradition moving as best we could and now this year we get back to the real deal which is super exciting so can't wait
1: yeah you're going to be kicking off um i think it's november 17 um you guys are kicking off on both parts of the country and then uh Pittsburgh is December 29. We get you kind of in that nice holiday week nestled in between Christmas and New Year's. Doing Christmas Eve and other stories again this year. Um, From a a musician standpoint, it's probably a little bit different this year. I'm guessing that you've got to be, obviously everyone's going to be extra vigilant not to get sick, but we've seen how a band of, you know, four members like Kiss, the entire tour could get derailed by someone getting sick. Do you guys kind of have or have started to talk about provisions that if you know one of you were to come down you have other musicians that can kind of take your spot so to speak
2: I mean, that's been a staple with TSO really the entire time. We've always had a backup band. Um, I think that there, this time around that the backup band is even larger, mm-hmm. um, uh, just in case, to be on the safe side. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely something that we're, we're planning for and going to do our best to um, be able to keep the tour moving at all points. And, and uh, you know, fingers crossed to be able to, to do it all I, you know we're going to do everything we can to stay safe and keep everybody safe and i um, just really really excited to have the opportunity and um, we'll see how it goes
1: does it feel a little bit different getting i mean last year you guys kind of knew pretty early on you were going to be doing the live stream and i'm sure that was was unique and fun in its own uniqueness but does this sense of, of this tour kind of A little extra special because it was taken away from you guys. I I think everybody realized how kind of fragile some of these things can be and to have a sense of normalcy and, and even tradition. I mean, the TSO is certainly at this point a tradition for many people.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, from my end, uh, the, the you know, there was, there's was there been times since I've been a part of Whitesnake and, and uh, you know, done the other bands that I've done where you go through periods of time where you don't tour. So you mm-hmm. get kind of used to like, hey, you know, we're off for that period of time. But I mean, the TSO thing is just so like written in stone that we're yeah. going out every November, December. And like you talked about that tradition, you know, so it's like uh, we have that as performers as well. It's not just the people that come to the show that's say, hey, every year we go to CTSO, it's uh, maybe even more so for us, because I'm used to spending two months with my friends in the band, and obviously, I think there's a special bond because we have so many repeat fans uh, that, you know, many of them I consider my friends at this point. So it's like, you know, you see them at multiple shows, or you at least see them in their city every year, and so it it was very strange not to see all the familiar faces for two months and have that um, traditional experience that we're so Used to to having so that was definitely the heartbreak of COVID for me without a doubt uh, was not having the TSO tour so um to get to the to get back out there yeah it's going to be emotional and it's going to be super cool and um you know I I think um, it's something that all of us are are very excited to have the opportunity to do and and uh, we'll take it as it comes
1: as far as musicians obviously the the, the Trans Siberian Orchestra is somewhat fluid in in the lineup year-to-year, year, but there are certain staples, let's call it, you know, yourself, Al, Jeff, um, Chris. Um, has the band changed much in, in, since, you know, you did the tour two years ago? Or is, are you still pretty much no, the same No, I think nucleus? people can
2: pretty much... Pl- Pretty much plan on the same band, yeah. I mean, I think we, in general, look for continuity here mm-hmm. and try to keep it as consistent as possible. So, you know, it's it's sort of, at this point, TSO's been around so long, it's a little like the classic rock bands where you say, yeah. you know, there's been turnover, but it's actually, if you look at it from year to year, it's pretty similar every year. It's very seldom is there, like, a you know, uh, multiple faces that are different, so... Uh, do our best to to um, have the familiar faces up there for people and keep it a tradition.
1: Yeah, do you? Um, I mean, obviously, I would imagine at this point some of these songs are kind of muscle memory. Um, but do you um, do anything special leading up to this? Being that you know, you you mentioned last year you guys did you some rehearsal. You did the one-off show, but prior to that you were doing sixty shows plus X number of rehearsals. Some of that stuff had to be really burnt in. Do you do you have to kind of do anything as a musician to kind of get back in to show a day shape for these songs
2: um yeah i mean i i can only speak to what i do and i try to hit the ground running and by the time i get to rehearsals and be the guy that knows everything mm-hmm. um you know, note for note perfect already. So that way anything else that hits you, like in production rehearsal in terms of saying like, Hey, here's where you're gonna need to stand and you know, you it's it's surprising how many things can detract you from playing what you'd say, Oh, you must know that, like, no problem, but when you're like, hey, wait a minute, I need to be walking over here next thing you know you're playing a wrong chord or something, right? Right? Yeah. So um, the, the better you know it and the more you drive it home uh, in terms of what you spoke to, muscle memory, the better you're going to play it when it comes time to the actual gig. So it's I think part of being a pro is just to prepare as hard as you can uh, with the energy you have at home and take it seriously and be as, just as pro as possible, man.
1: Does, does the production aspect of the show make it more challenging like you mentioned you you've got to be aware of your spots on the stage maybe more than you do when you're playing with David and Reb um does that you know do you have to think a little bit more plus you know in the TSO guitar the guitarists are somewhat of the focal point of the show in some respects I mean you guys are, are you know when I think of my first TSO I think of Chris Caffery um you know that was the guy who kind of captured everyone's attention in the show does that kind of playing that role in the show make it a little bit more about being a performer and a little less about being a guitarist?
2: It's... I would say that it's just different than um, White Snake, where you kind of, uh, a TSO of the stage is so wide it's like the width of the arena for those mm-hmm. that haven't seen it so and we obviously try to have somebody in each section at each time so there's something there for that portion of the audience to look at so mm-hmm. um, what you often find is that you're alone in a certain section of the stage and it's your job to be visually entertaining for those couple hundred people in that particular area that are looking at you so um i think it's not only thinking about what you you know what area of the stage you stand in but it's also how can you play that music and be visually interesting for people or engaging um in that the, the those sections of those songs. So you tend to find those things, some of that as it goes. I try to do a lot of that in rehearsals, and people think it's goofy, you know, because there's not an audience out there, but it's kind of like just getting used to, like, you know, what's going to be cool? What's going to be, you know, the section I can throw picks out to the audience? What's the, you know... Like sometimes if I'm just chugging on the low E, that's when I'm throwing all my picks out and, mm. and certain songs, right? And uh, So you figure that stuff out as you go and you fi- you, you kind of find your, your show. Um, but I, like I said, I try to do a lot of that stuff right out of the gate in rehearsals and be yeah. thoughtful of it. Um, and it helps now to have about 10 tours under my belt, of it, uh, my belt um, uh, for this because that, that it's part of the fun in your groove.
1: Yeah, I enjoy that when you're saying about kind of You know, people finding that kind of funny in rehearsal, because I think of every 14-year-old kid who picked up a guitar and wanted to be Randy Rhodes in his bedroom, you know, throwing the pick against the wall and making the big rock faces and stuff, but, you know, it's a, you know, it is part of the show, and I think that's one of the things that um, the TSO has always done well with the performers, is finding people that are visually interesting to watch, as well as, you know, damn near no perfect.
2: yeah. Yeah, you gotta be careful too if you haven't if you haven't done your rock moves in a while, you yeah. you know, you it's definitely a different set of muscles than you use in the gym. You yeah. know, like I mean you don't work out your neck like you do yeah. or your back a lot of times or like, you know, holding a good rock stance up there, it's a little bit different than like say you've done your squats and your lunges at the gym, all of a sudden you'll still wake up and go, Man, my legs are killing me like, you know. So uh, there's definitely like a little bit of a different physical physical conditioning set to being able to uh, to get through especially this tour you know like sure. you said two shows a day and they're a little over a couple hours so um, but it's cool it of uh, all that stuff hits stride too but that's why in rehearsals I do try and you know get into a little bit of that stage performance vibe and you know throw some shapes as they say and you know do the rock moves and sure. that way you're ready
1: gotta be game ready um, I'd be remiss not to mention you had a fantastic album come out earlier this year um the uh, running games album you you employed russell allen obviously a tso vet as well as as well as a cast of amazing musicians can was that kind of a covet record or was it something you had in the works prior to that
2: um no that was in the works and that was just something that COVID actually helped to um helped to expedite it a bit. <laughs> it yeah. was like constantly held up by people's schedules. So once COVID started, I was like, well, nobody has anything planned now. So let's go ahead and finish this up. So it actually helped me to kind of finally finish it up and get it out there. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you checking it out.
1: Yeah. And, and I'd be also remiss not to mention I saw the Snake announcing some 2022 farewell tours. Any thoughts on the word farewell in that tour? Is that bittersweet? At this point uh, not really.
2: I mean, I I think, you know, it's been kind of like floating around in the air ever since I joined the band. So, I mean, it's not, a, for me, it's not the end of the world. I think, if anything, I look at it as kind of an honor to be part of, like, you know, somebody who's going to be able to see a legend like David Coverdale off, and you know, as far as his touring. And I do think David's going to continue to work, and there's going to be some things done under the White Snake banner. There's no one saying that we can't record something, sure. or... But I think in terms of um, getting out from what I've been hearing from him in terms of getting out and doing the big tours and all that stuff, like, you know, getting out there and, Uh, You know, he's just feeling like he's hitting an age where he's dead. We're gonna be good. Like this is, (laughs) you know, so so right about the time where he feels like this is dead. That's been a great run. So anyway, for me, it's an honor to to have the uh, opportunity to, um, you know, give him a. I just want to give him a good send off, man.
1: Yeah, and uh, and it'll. There's no doubt in my mind. You know, David Coverdale could sing as long as he wants, but um, you know, to have him walk away you know, while still on top of his game, you know, that's, that's the way to do it. You know, instead of having to be, you know, get the gong show kind of thing when it's time to go, you know, he knows when to go while he still can. And that's fantastic. Well, I want to thank you so much, Joel. Again, you'll be in town Pittsburgh on the 29th of December tickets available later this week on the 17th, I believe that is. Um, And people can visit uh, your website Uh, joelhoekstra.com to find out information on the running games and order all your merch and stuff so it's been a pleasure speaking with you man
2: yeah right back at you dude thank you so much for taking the time out and and, uh, hope to catch you there this year
1: yeah we'll see you on the road big thank you to Joel Hoekstra for doing the show again this year seems like uh, yesterday we were talking about them doing a uh, web stream of the show and the challenges involved with that so it is fantastic to be talking about two live shows December 29th PBG Paints Arena tickets on sale Trans-Siberian.com Get those at Ticketmaster LiveNation.com Either one will get you to the same place And there's still awesome seats available for that Going to turn our attention now L.A. Guns uh, Tracy Guns, Phil Lewis Got back together a few years ago And have done a few albums Since that reunion uh, They've had a couple changes in the lineup through that period of time um, They're going to be releasing a new album In November on the 12th Called Checkered Past Fantastic record um, I in- intentionally sort of listened To the debut L.A. Guns album Followed by The uh, Cocked and Loaded And then the new album in a row Just to get an idea Of you know how much the band has changed um, Sound wise They sound just as amazing uh, and the songwriting's fantastic. I swear, Tracy Guns gets better on guitar as time goes by. I think uh, it, it really is a great listen. So I wanted to give them a chance to come on the show. We have ironically not talked to the L- this, any of the members of this incarnation of the LA Guns yet. Um, we've had um, Stephen Riley of Stephen Riley's LA Guns on. Uh, Not that long ago, you can go back and check out our previous episodes if you're interested in hearing about Stephen Riley's band. But I think for most people, um, you know, when you think of the L.A. Guns, you think of Phil's voice and Tracy's guitar playing. Uh, So it was great to get a chance to talk to him about the new Checkered Pass. So we'll play you a little bit of that album, get into that interview with Phil Lewis. Ladies and gentlemen, my pleasure to welcome to Iron City Rocks from the L.A. Guns. We have Phil Lewis on the line. How are you doing, Phil? I'm
0: doing great, John. How are you?
1: Doing very well. You're, you're about a month out from releasing Checkered Past, um, kind of the uh, third album, if my math is correct, back in the fold with Tracy Guns, um, you know, in that songwriting duo. Um, can you talk a little bit about this album? I know, obviously, you did this in the middle of COVID, um, and, and maybe how those themes may have crept in, whether you wanted them to or not, into the songwriting process?
0: Um, well, yes, you're right. Um, it was recorded um, during the pandemic, and it was very different um, from the, the, the three records prior. Since the, when, when I talk about, when I think of this band, I, I think it's L.A. Gun uh, 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um that's the band that Tracy and I put together. Well he put he got me involved in um, in the last century, in the in the in, in the later part of the last century. But you know, this this century's LA Guns, the, the Mark II, the 2.0, is is pretty much from the reunion on. Um, and it's 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 a very uh it's a very different beast from the original band uh it, it's it's I way way prefer it um we're, we're a lot older and smarter and mature and and, and uh you know we've, we've learned our lessons along the way uh but um traditionally that the last since the reunion the last records have been done the traditional way you know you get together in a room you bang out some some, some music and and put some words together and you know, maybe you'll, you'll get an opportunity to play it, put, put a new song in the set. So you're very familiar with the material before you record it. Sure. This is completely going about it completely the other way and recording it first, writing, creating it first. And Because it's an album full of songs. I've got to be honest. that We've never played live. I don't, I don't know what it's going to... I mean, I know it's going to sound great, and that's not true. We, we we've done uh, let you down live, and it and it, it sounded fantastic. So you know, I'm not worried a bit. But uh, it was very very different, um, a completely different approach. To um, I, I've never done a record like that before, and and you know, to uh, I had to polish up my my engineering skills. I had to uh, build a vocal booth and 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 make it. Uh, uh, you know, that Tracy was doing it in Denmark or, or wherever he was recording. Uh, and so it was just up to me to, to, to get my shit together because I couldn't go to a studio mm-hmm. and I had everything I needed. And I've got to say, you know, for any um, home recording bus out there, I didn't use anything fancy. I, I, you know, I, I've got to be honest. I didn't even use a compressor. All I've got is a laptop, an interface and a, and a decent microphone. Not not a high end like not a fancy expensive microphone a, a, a good value um, made in China um, <laughs> microphone that, that that does the job adequately and and um, I, I I I would work very closely with the vocals with Mitch Davis um, when I was singing and then when the files were done send it over to Adam Adam Hamilton who uh, was compiling all the various files from around the world uh, that he was getting and, and, and make it sound like we were all in a room together at the same time recording, which we weren't. So um, uh, a really formidable piece of work, when you think about it, un, un, under the circumstances. And, and that alone, if it, it, it sounded like shit, I'd still be pretty proud of, of just the, 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 the uh, logistics of it. But as it sure. turned out, it turned out it actually fantastic. And um, personally, I, I don't know, for me, I'm always always really enthusiastic about a new record. For me, this is my favorite one so far, favorite one yet. Um, yeah. And I'm real happy the way it turned out.
1: Let, let me ask you this, Phil. If, if Pandemic aside, would you opt to do another album in the same manner? I mean, there are some musicians out there that just thrive on this sort of, you know, using well, the technology? You know,
0: that's, that's, that's a really good question because, you know, it occurred to me now, uh, I, I, I might not ever have to go into a studio again unless I want to, you know, because i not, I'm not only doing LA gun stuff, but I got a couple of sessions uh, along the way of uh, sure. commercials. You know, um, and I managed to do those here in, in my place as well. So um, yes, I would definitely consider it now prior uh, to doing it this way, uh, the, the other records, uh, the music would be recorded in LA and I'd fly to New York uh, and, and, and work on the vocals with Mitch Davis. Um, and, and that was really exciting, but very, uh, the pressure was in, 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 insane, because yeah. I'd, have, I'd have like two, maybe three days to do an album's worth of vocals. Um, the 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 beauty the joy of doing it at home. I, I I had no time constraint. I could I could take a week. I could take a whole day just to do a verse, and I really really enjoyed that luxury of not not being in a time crunch. Um, and and yeah, you know, it could have made me a bit lazy, but I think um I, I I honestly I I prefer yeah. So I I wouldn't give it a second thought. I, I'd do it this way. But I really enjoy the other way, too, like you know being in a room with the guys and and has, bashing it out with Mitch in his studio in new york and and I wouldn't hate that either, but either way now
1: yeah I think how many bands would still be together if they could do albums like this because of the you know the fact that you know you you can kind of go away do your thing you know you you look at yeah. I think it was Aerosmith that did that great documentary the behind the making of pump you know, where you would see them kind of sniping at each other because they get frustrated, takes don't go as well as you want them to. You know, you can really kind of just give it oh, to yeah. them when you're satisfied. You
0: know, they're, they're very um, uh, tragic band. You know, it got to the point where they, the, the band members couldn't actually talk to each other. They they, were, they had their roadies mm-hmm. uh, talked for them. So, so Steve's personal, Tyler's assistant, would talk to to Joe Perry's tech about the possibility of changing a song uh, in a set. They they just couldn't confront talk to each other in right. person because, because it was just so volatile. And and I understand that. And and I uh, we've been there, but we're certainly that's certainly not the case now.
1: No, yeah. are you a person that, given this, you know, you know, I I know a lot of singers, you know, who you know, with the, the meters running when you're in a studio, it's expensive as hell. You know, I'm sure yeah. you you went through that, that you kind of had to settle for, for vocal takes. You know, it's good enough. We got to get the song done. Are you, are you a person when you're doing this at home, you know, it's a little bit harder to say, yes, this is the final take or this is what I want and, and not try to make it just a hair more perfect. You know, and, and- uh,
0: well, you know, I got Mitch David um, watching me over my shoulders. Um, and 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 uh, like he he he, there's no way he's gonna let me do anything other than um, give the very best performance that I that I have that I have in me because he's so we're so used to working with each other. Yeah. Uh, and he knows what I can do, and he knows what I can't do, and and uh, it doesn't stop him from pushing me. Uh, and he he's just such a great great musician and and he's like the invisible member of 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 this band and um, you know when I when I agreed to come back and and uh, do the reunion um, and and we got to the subject of, of of writing and he said that he'd been working with Mitch and and that I should consider collaborating with him and and which I did and I'm so glad that I did because you know I'm I've just Learned so much, and and just the the band has matured so much, and it's great having because you know Tracy is a great musician, he's a virtuoso, he, he he's one of the gifted guitar players, but you know he he he'll he'll be he'll be brutally frank about you know vocals, uh, but he he won't break it down, he won't you know like. Uh, like Mitch does it's like well no that second line and the end mm-hmm. of that phrase and uh so it's great I feel like I've got a coach uh, yeah. and and I'm like you know 15 20 years actually uh, exactly 10 years older than Mitch but I feel like he's an old soul I feel like he's like my, my teacher yeah, uh, and it's great to have that so no, so no 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 quality control issues there whatsoever
1: do you tend to write most of the vocal melodies or do you guys, as you're kind of putting the songs together, do do other members have influence on maybe Absolutely. not the words you're saying? but
0: Yeah, no, everyone, it, it, you know, the writing is, is very much a, a group effort. Tracy writes most of the music and, and he does it very efficiently, very quickly. Um, but, you know, Johnny, Johnny wrote um, the music for Cannibal, Johnny Martin, the bass player. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of involvement and, and lyrically, anyone's got anything, any suggestions, you bet. I'm, I'm open to all suggestions. It's not like, well, I'm a singer, so I do all the words and, and you're the bass player, so you just play the bass. It's not that at all. I've just got so much respect um, for e- each guy's ability in this band. Uh, so if they've got a suggestion, I, 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 I jump on it.
1: Excellent. Uh, one of the things I noticed listening to this album is, is if this had been your sophomore album, I really don't know that I would have noticed any difference in, in really the band as a whole, but you in particular, um, it, you know, is there something, I mean, even to watch videos of you, you know, I, I caught some clips of the the DVD you guys did in Milan. You don't look like you've aged since, you know, sex action, the video. No,
0: that, you, that, you flatterer. That's very <laughs> nice to say that, but, but I, I, I certainly have. And, and I'm glad I have, um, I, I, you know, I don't want to look. I don't want to look like that. I don't want to look like Phil Lewis from '88 80, anymore. You know, because I don't. Um, and 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 um, I, 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 I have aged, but you know, I've taken care of myself. I've taken care of my instrument. I've learned. You know, uh, uh, when I first started singing, I, I, I wasn't very good, and and I and I and I had no idea. Uh, mm. how to tune the instrument and how to take care of it. Uh, and, and I've learned a lot along the way. I've had various uh, vocal coaches that have showed me um, systems that have strengthened uh, my voice and given it longevity. And it's it, not, you know, you got the, although, you know, I might not look it, uh, I, I sure sound young on, yeah. on, on check pass. It doesn't sound like an old geese singing, uh certainly on on tracks like cannonball um uh bad luck charm and and um any of them you know it's it's got a youthful. the vocals have a youthful edge to them i think
1: yeah yeah and and, and one of the i think that's the things
0: that's a very nice observation
1: yeah i i listened to it do i think you know i think the guys who were in the band girl somehow found the fountain of youth between you and and uh the other film in the band. I was like, damn, these guys well, are. I
0: certainly him. Yeah, of course. But, you know, uh, that don't come easy. He worked no. really, 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 hard for that. I'm so proud of him. You know, mm-hmm. he's just, when I saw him going out, you know, doing the G3 with Satriani. Yeah. And it's a guy that, you know, that I met from a, a, an advertisement, a melody maker in the weekly music ad uh, in the classifieds. And, yeah, we've both come so far. Yeah. And, and both of us, uh, uh, enormously proud of everyone in everyone girl. I mean, you know, Jerry, too, he, he's not involved in music so much now, but, you know, he's still around, he's still funny, and he's still, you know, my best mate that, you know, that I ever had. And um, I, I've had, I'm, I feel blessed. I feel I've had a, a, a great life. And, yeah, I mean, to be in my fourth decade in the music yeah. business, it's is, is, is remarkable, you know, for, for what is considered to be typically a, a very short career.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, when you when you think about how many of your peers that, you know, you guys were, you know, I think if, if I remember correctly, the debut was 88 or so. So you were a little bit late to kind of the, the apex of, of some of those bands that came out to still be talking about it and doing it. You know, 40 years yeah. later is, is. Yeah, no,
0: it's, it's really remarkable. And, uh, you know, the reunion with Tracy was just, it, it was so overdue. Mm-hmm. And, and we've just, the reason, you know, we, we've been like pumping up new records every two years because, you know, we, we got our mojo back and, and you know, we, we're making up for, for 15 years of estrangement and yeah. and uh, you know i i'm i'm glad that it it's, it's being appreciated by old and new fans
1: i think it it adds a level of respect when, when a band you know when when you guys came back together it would have been very easy to just do you know s- s- go through the motions kind of do the flying gigs every weekend and kind of play off the you know the the success of ballad of jane and in some of the, the you well, know I the, the quote hits yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what... Oh,
0: no, that's not true though, because they've been putting that, you know, to their credit. Uh they finally put something new out. Well, you know, something rehashed.
1: Yeah, so- like, something we will put great new in if quotes.
0: Actually get in a room together and 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 write something brand spanking new. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 right. But I think uh, it, Yeah, it, we've done that. Oh, we uh, it, you know, um this is this is uh, LA Guns Mark II, 2.0, the, the, the original LA Guns, which, you know, was fantastic. But, uh, you know, those songs like Sex Action and Never Enough and, um, I, I, you know, not to be too cynical, but that's music from the last century. Yeah. And, and you know, great. And, and I'm proud of it. And I'm delighted that uh, people still like it. And I can go out and make a few bucks doing it. I'm not knocking it. But as I said, music from the last century, think yeah. about that, you know, from an artist's perspective. I don't want to be that artist that, you know, is, is, is renowned for stuff that was written in the last fucking century. It's a new century, it's time for some new music. And, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. But, yeah, we, we, we're putting out some fresh, new rock and roll. And, and, and we should be admired for that
1: yeah i mean to to, to show the creativity that the you know the the commitment to the craft um, and it's got to yeah. make it more interesting for you as as a musician it's,
0: it's commitment and but it's fun it, yeah. it wouldn't it, it wouldn't we just i simply wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun and i yeah. and I, I wasn't so just so in love with it just just yeah. love every track you know and just like I was just inspired every time I heard the music, but every, everything that was coming out, everything that was being compiled and sent over to me, it was just, this is fucking great. This is so good. And it really, I, I don't know. I I think I might've been a bit of a basket case if I had just been stuck in this house, the entire lockdown, fretting uh, about not having any money and, and mm-hmm. not doing what's in my blood to do, what I've been doing for almost 50 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just perform uh no it was great great to have this focus and 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 it's 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 i'm, I'm t- feeling really really good about the way it turned out and, and i appreciate uh, these, these this um these bunch of presses that i'm doing that the 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 response has been very very favorable i'm very happy
1: yeah yeah i mean it is it's certainly commendable and i think it, it uh it's got to be better for you mentally to focus on that than to just sit around kind of lamenting over the fact that all of your gigs were canceled, which, you know, there are, there are no shortage of musicians when you take away those live club shows have no other outlet. Um, you know, and that's got to be
0: challenging. Fortunately, you know, it's all right. You know, um, when none of us are destitute, but, you know, I do feel bad for, you know, the, the, the bands, you know, the working bands, that are absolutely reliant on it. Um, uh, good luck to them, and and you know I can see that you know they're back out on the road and and, and making people happy and making some money. Good luck to them, but we we can't do that. Uh, we've actually we made a pact, a vow that we weren't going to play a show until this record's done and out, and 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 um, pick it up, pick up because we were we were we were on the, we were on a roll before the pandemic. We yeah. were playing playing great shows and, and and people have got got the concept. It's a new LA guns and it's 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 like this is a new interesting fun band. Um and so yeah, this record picks up exactly where we left off, as the gigs will do. Yeah.
1: Are are you guys eyeing twenty twenty two for shows or do you have any plans? Yeah, we're that?
0: gonna, gonna we've got summer tour lined up for Tom Kiefer. Awesome. Uh, we got got our own shows, festivals, and stuff coming in. Uh, we're yeah, it's it's it, we're going to get back into it. We're not going to be quite as um, prolific uh, as as we were. We're not going to take every and any show yeah. um, that that we're offered. We, we're we're going to be a bit choose, but that's how we were getting. That's the way we were going before uh, the shit hit the fan. Anyway, so it's just a continuation of that. But, yeah, we're very happy and, and honored, actually, to, to go out with Mr. Kiefer and, you know, yeah. he's a good guy and, and and we love his work. And uh, I think it will be a good double bill.
1: Absolutely. That'll be an amazing show. Well, Phil, I want to thank you again. The new album, Checkered Past, is due out the 12th on Frontier. Uh, we'll look forward to that and hopefully we'll see you in Pittsburgh, uh, you know, before too long in 2022, man.
0: Look, really, really looking forward to it. I, I appreciate the support, John, and and um, all, all your 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 the people, your your people um, being into it and giving me a time to talk and and explain a little bit about the uniqueness of this record. And and I appreciate you getting spreading the word. Thank Absolutely.
1: you. All right, that about wraps up this episode of Iron City Rocks. I want to thank Joel Holkstra, White Snake, and the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Phil Lewis of the LA Guns uh, new album, Checkered Past is available in November and the Trans-Siberian Orchestra as I mentioned will be here on December 29th in Pittsburgh to do two shows at the PPG Paints Arena, 3 o'clock, 8 o'clock so uh, awesome catching up with both guys, really appreciate their time I want to thank you guys so much for listening you can visit us at ironcityrocks.com or on Facebook, Instagram YouTube, Twitter you name it we're on it, TikTok even um, so check us out on social media. Drop us an email at IronCityRocks@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Let us know what kind of music you're into. Let us know what you want to hear on the show. Do you like uh, the 80s kind of hair metal? Do you like the blues stuff? Do you like classic rock? Do you like the more extreme stuff? Let us know. Always great to hear what people are interested in, in hearing from us. So Until now, next time, thank you.